the weekly regular weekly regular weekly regular listen here baby the weekly regular wants to lay you down on this the 14th of february it's been a fortnight since february has began so now it's time to enter in my fort at night all you gotta do to get in is use the password password oh yeah and song scene alright cool it's a good song yeah thanks I've uh, been working on it all day so yeah it sounds great uh, Jacquees already has a cover of it oh great you familiar with Jacquees so I'm pretending like I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jacquees is the self-proclaimed current king of R&B. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, he, <laughs> he has garnered uh, fame and attention for immediately covering LMA songs. <laughs> LMFAO <laughs> like both, songs? Uh, yeah, LMFAO songs. Oh, okay. He was the... he. So he's famous for like like covering people's songs like even before their songs become popular. <laughs> so of course he was the first one to uh to uh cover Party Rock Anthem before it like really hit. Oh gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So like a like a sexy Party Rock Anthem. Yeah. Like a Jacquees Party Rock Anthem would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just auto-tuned and pitchy. Everyday I'm shuffling. <laughs> Party rockers in the house tonight. Everybody will have a good time. That's the job. Hey, I'd listen to that. I'm make you lose your mind. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, that's the that's the Jacquees version. Well, yeah, man. Uh, welcome back to another episode. <laughs> welcome back. That's how we're starting today. <laughs> Jacquees impressions. <laughs> uh, it makes sense because. Um, it's Valentine's Day, or it just was. It just was. Uh, how how did you spend your Valentine's Day? Did you get your lady some flowers? Okay, so um, in my world, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this last time. We're celebrating Valentine's Day actually today. So uh, the day after Valentine's. The day, day. after Valentine's uh-huh. Day. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't do much uh, yesterday. Um, okay. And then and you're, today, you're you're married. Yes. Yes, you have a bust down wifeyana. I <laughs> I have a bust down wifeyana. I feel like that's disrespectful to call her that. No, no way, no way. But okay, um, it may be a little disrespectful for me to call her that. But. Oh, it <laughs> definitely is. <laughs> no, but I think you're in the clear. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I have a bust down wifeyana, and um, yeah, we're going out tonight, uh, and it's gonna be fun. Where are you taking her? Okay, so it's a. It's a meaningful place. <laughs> so it's not expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's meaningful. The fir- it's the first place we hung out at friend- as friends. We're going to Chipotle. <laughs> it's not Chipotle. It's not like a chain place. It's a gastropub that uh, has really good tacos. And they have uh, really good fish tacos. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're going to get those. And get a couple drinks, and uh, it's going to be really fun. What does the term gastropub come from? 
Because it sounds like it sounds like an operation that you have to get if you drink too much like <laughs> alcohol or if you take too many pills. It's like, yeah, man, I, I took the wrong mixture of medication. I had to go to the ER last night and get a gastro pub. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> if you need anything, chicken soup or uh, yeah, just just relax, man. Watch Netflix. Yeah, it sounds like the scientific technical term for like getting your stomach pumped. <laughs> I got gastro pub last night. Yeah, I feel much better today. Do you know where the term comes from? You're white. You might. Um, sure, it's it actually, in your history somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, it actually originates in 1792 um, in the when Rolling Hills. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Whoa, whoa, that's 1492. Oh, gotcha. Uh, 1792 um, in Ireland. Um, yeah, a, a uh, gastro pub. Um, I I can't. Uh, no, I don't know. I have oh, no idea. Oh, I thought yeah, it sounded convincing to me. Um, oh, I'll keep going then. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, it originated in, in Ireland. And uh, gastro, it's a Gaelic word mm-hmm. meaning community. Oh, that makes um, sense. So, yeah, a, a community pub. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, a, a gastro pub uh, would be a place where people would gather for parties or for uh, get togethers and uh, share life and share food. And then the, the tradition was brought here. Um, by hipsters uh, in the late uh, 2010s. Nice, nice. I like a good gastropub. I also want to make a note that neither of us is wearing headphones right now, so the podcast sounds terrible. That's just the way it's going to go. <laughs> it might not be working. I don't, I don't really know. There's, you, there's no way you, to tell. You want to grab some headphones? I mean, I um, can. Let me put headphones in. I can keep the audience uh, occupied. You want to try some of your stand up stuff? <laughs> I'll do some, uh, yeah, I'll do some jokes. Uh,. What do you call uh, a deer with no eyes? Deer eye? Uh, 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 I have I, no idea. Okay. <laughs> what do you call a dog with no legs? Uh, a dumb dog. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's not going to come to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh did you did you enjoy my one my one liners? Um, they were they were okay. They're yeah. not really one liners. They t- I mean, some of them took three or four or five lines. Did you get that my, in like a kid's joke book? No, I just kind of you came up just, with them. No, I didn't come up with them, but they've just kind of. I don't read, so like I know I know this about you. <laughs> I don't read books, um, so like any like random knowledge that I have has permeated my brain either by the. Um, by the transitive property? No, I'm just kidding. By uh, either by TV or through movies or the internet. Gotcha. Yeah, I have great people skills. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, what were we talking about before? You had to plug in headphones. The... Oh, gastro pubs. Oh yeah, you were taking us through the history of gastro. So that's where you mm-hmm. took your wife to a gastro. You bust down wife Yana. My bust down. Hey. I get to call her that. You do not get to call her that. So you took, yeah. So you took Wifeyana to a gastro pub. What'd you, what'd you get? What'd uh, you order? Well, I, this is tonight that this is gonna happen. Oh yeah, that's right. And so You're it's gonna be uh, some fish tacos because this place has really good fish tacos. So you're eating fish again? I, I do eat fish now. Yes. Okay. So you're not a full vegan anymore? Not full freaking vegan. No. <laughs> no. You're just uh So you're a pescatarian. Uh, technically, yeah, I guess so. I'm a pescatarian. You eat chicken, though, too, right? I don't eat chicken. No? no. Oh, okay, so you're a pescatarian. Yeah. That's cool. But you eat, like, eggs and dairy, right? I eat eggs. I eat a little bit of dairy. So you're like a... <laughs> you're like a pollo pescatarian. Uh, wait, pollo's chicken. I don't eat chicken. But you eat eggs. That's, like, that's a chicken. Oh, well... Hey, I life happens bi- at conception, Brandon. <laughs> 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 like, I'm eating eggs. I might as well eat chicken. Yeah. 
well, and by the same logic, human life starts at conception. <laughs> That's really what I'm here for. <laughs> I brought my soapbox today, and I'm going to use it. Just kidding. Um, well, yeah, no, I eat eggs, but I don't eat chicken. I, I tried chicken, and I was like, nah, that's fine. You know, it was, my brain is weird for a lot of reasons. But right now, my brain is weird because when you were like, I eat eggs, but I don't, I thought you were going to say. Because, <laughs> you know, as we're talking, I'm trying to complete your sentences for you because I'm a narcissist. So, yes. uh, <laughs> so I thought you were going to say, uh, I thought you were going to say, I eat eggs, but I don't eat eggs, Benedict. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really specific of you. Hypothetical, hypothetical Brandon Benedict. in my brain. <laughs> hey, I eat eggs, but I do not eat eggs, Benedict. That's funny. I'm not a pervert, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm not some kind of sick deviant <laughs> eating eggs, Benedict. Uh, what you, did you do for Valentine's Day? Um, what did I do for Valentine's Day? Um, well, my bust down wife, Iana, had to work. Um, she has a job where she sees a lot of clients, like, and so she doesn't really like... So she has to structure her workday based on when the clients can meet. And right now it kind of sounds like... You're speaking my- <laughs> in very vague terms. <laughs> right she, now- was, she was very busy on that. Right now it kind of sounds like she's a prostitute, <laughs> which she is not. She actually has a PhD and is like a, a, a doctor of sorts. Oh, look so. at that. I'm looking at him yeah, on we're, the wall right now. We're in her office wow. space staring at him. Wow, um, this feels extra disrespectful. Yeah. No, she's a therapist, so... Her her work schedule is kind of based around her clients, and surprisingly, uh, for some weird reason, a bunch of people who are seeking uh, <laughs> mental health and therapy counseling uh, had Valentine's Day free. Well, so weird, weird. right? <laughs> and specifically wanted to meet. Weird. Yeah. So of course she saw all of her clients um, on Valentine's Day. So um, also like the building she works in, like she rents an office in a building to like do her client stuff, and. Because Is it like of, one of those uh, hourly places? <laughs> yeah, you okay. rent by the hour. Cool. Um, and because of that, there's no like, the building is just these office spaces, so there's no like front desk, like cool older black doorman where I could be like, Leroy, my man, <laughs> hold on to these flowers for, <laughs> for you know, for wifey Anna, right? And so I, so I went up there. This is, a, this is the, not a very interesting story, but it is a funny story. So I was like, all right, I got these flowers. Um, that I hastily bought on the way over. I'm going to take the flowers uh, to her office building, which I've never been to before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just Googled where, like, the company or, like, the practice she works for, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go up there. So Started knocking on doors. (laughs) Yeah. So I went to the building, and the doors open automatically. So I was like, oh, this is a fancy place. And then it has, like, five different elevators. So I'm like, ah. And I so I look on a directory and saw the name of her uh, practice. And so I got in the elevator, and I took it up to the fourth floor or whatever. And I got off the elevator and uh, got out of the elevator, off the elevator. Got off. Because it, it, it's a lifting platform, but it's also a room. So did I out get of, off or out of the elevator? You got off on the elevator. Wait. Got out got of the out elevator? Of. I got off and then out of the elevator. Because <laughs> one has to happen before the other. Yeah. I mean, they kind of happen simultaneously. Or simultaneously, you got out the elevator, as they would say in England. I got out of the elevator. Yeah, I exited the elevator. Ex- yes, <laughs> I exited the elevator and uh, I went to like the the like the room number that was like her office was numbered as in the directory, 
And I go in that door and there's just a tiny waiting room with a bunch of locked doors that say don't knock. <laughs> and so now Wait, it's what I'm picturing right now is uh, the Matrix Reloaded. Oh. When it, like the key maker gives him the key. In that white hallway? Yeah, and it's just like a bunch of doors. <laughs> it was kind of like that, except they all lead to like sad places of people talking about their divorces <laughs> and drug addictions. <laughs> uh, not cool martial arts with Keanu Reeves and a guy that kind of looks like Jet Li, but isn't Jet Li. Right, right. Um, so I didn't, I couldn't knock on any of the doors and like, she can't answer the phone when she's in with a client and I didn't want to just leave the, the flowers and the chocolates in the lot, in like the waiting room where any crazy coming out of their client. Oh, these are for me. <laughs> these must be for me because I'm clinically a narcissist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My therapist just told me in our session. So I took the flowers and the candy. I was like, oh man. All right. And so I uh, got back in the car. She calls me like maybe 30 minutes later and is like, hey, uh, like just just, you know, how girlfriends call for no reason, like during the day. Yeah, it's the worst. I know. <laughs> They're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, working and stuff. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. Just, you know, working. I'm like, so why are you calling me? Like that type of thing. So she called and I was like, hey, uh, are you at you're at work right now? Right. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, are you at, you know, practice a right. And she's like. No, I forgot she works for two practices. So she's a therapist that splits her time between two practices. And so she wasn't even at that practice today. But they meet in the same building. So I was oh, like, that's good. Yeah, so I wasn't too far off. And so we made it happen. She was like, hey, I have a small break between this client and that client. She gave me their full names and what they're struggling with. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she's like, I have a break between, a cl- uh, between clients coming up. And you can just come by and say hi or whatever. So I went up there. Uh, I went to um, her little section at this company or at this practice. They did have a front desk person. So I was like, Leroy, I need to see wifey on it. <laughs> and Leroy opened the door and I went in and I gave her the flowers and the candy. She was super stoked on that. And it was cool. And then later that night, we went and watched uh, uh, this Vice movie called Lords of Chaos, which is about. It sounds like a good Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> it's about black metal and like the, the band Mayhem. Okay. From Norway. It's about a, like a they're basically the band that originated black metal in Norway and they like the singer like shot himself in the head and like a few of them had murdered each other and a couple of them were still alive but so this so, is a crazy movie. So you watch that movie, put on some Jacques <laughs> and then and then yeah. And then just let the night uh, yeah. go how it goes. Yeah. I, so, that that kind of movie gets you gets you in the mood, huh? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Um, you know, actually, uh, we did watch a movie last night. Um, we watched the greatest rom-com ever made, which um, is... Schindler's List. Wow. JK. Uh, um, no. Uh, uh, you get two more guesses. Um, best two more, two more guesses ever made. Oh, uh, should super, not take su- this super size me. Super size. That's not even a rom-com. It is. It's his love affair with fast food. <laughs> um... Um, last guess. Do you want just, to phone a just friend? friends with Ryan Reynolds? Just friends. That is a strong contender. Okay, but no. Uh, we watched the classic Will Smith movie, <laughs> Hitch. I love that. Movie. See, I don't know if I'd call that a romantic comedy. It's a totally romantic comedy. It follows the exact rom com form. See. I see that movie as a psychological thriller slash horror film, and we're watching the decline of the Kevin James character into insanity. <laughs> I think 20 minutes after Hitch ends, Kevin James's character blows his brains out. <laughs> no, they get married at the end. 
He successfully uh, marries the super wealthy girl. Yeah, but not she didn't marry him Allegra for... Allegra Cole. She didn't marry him for him. She married him for who Hitch no, she made did. him to No, be. no, because there's the pivotal scene at the end where she's like, wait, did you tell him to spill the mustard on his shirt and that I was also embarrassed growing up because I couldn't whistle? And like, so he could teach me to whistle and he's like, no, uh, that was all him. And she's like, but you gave me the inhaler, right? And he was like, oh no, he did not show you that. And she's like, well, what did you do? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> did, it's a pivotal it, moment, Does man. Will Smith fall in love with Eva Mendez in that movie? Of course. Okay. Here's, See, here's, it couldn't, so it couldn't just be a movie about two regular looking people falling in love. It had to be like two not. beautiful people also falling in, lo- falling in love? Correct. All right. I haven't seen Hitch in a long time. Uh, Hitch is a great movie. Yeah, uh, I've seen it. Uh, it, it a, lot so of gingham, a lot of gingham shirts in that movie. <laughs> there are. It's funny. It's shot in a way that uh, it's just kind of a vague time period. Yeah, so it they, could be it could be yeah. any it could so be yesterday or 1987. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of gingham shirts in that movie. Will Smith looks like a like a like a like a hip pastor on Christ, on on Easter. Yeah, he's always wearing like a gingham shirt, but like in a blazer, but with jeans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and dress shoes. Yeah, so it's like he's dressed up, but he's casual. He's dressed like a like. I always think that when I go into Target and I look at like the you know when you go to Target and you go in the clothing section and you look at like the uh, like the models in like the like the this is the jeans section mm-hmm, a, a mm-hmm. picture thing like no one that's shopping at Target dresses like those people. It's like a guy wearing like a a guy. It's like first of all, the guy's like six four, in amazing shape. He's wearing a turtleneck with a blazer, jeans, and sandals. <laughs> it's like nobody dresses like that. And he's like black, but he's not like black black. He's like he's right. he's safe black, and he probably has like a like a crazy haircut. You know, like like Godfrey back in the day. Remember Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> no, Godfrey the the black comedian. Um, I actually don't know who that is. Really? Have you yeah. not seen Soul Plane? Is that starring Snoop Dogg? A Snoop Dogg is in the film. Yeah, it's starring. It's... <laughs> you wouldn't say starring though. <laughs> no, that's like saying, "Hey, have you seen uh, The Mummy Returns?" Oh, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> no. Uh, another reference. I don't really. Uh, You've never seen The Mummy Returns? No. What movies do you watch? Not those. I watch Indiana Jones. That's what I watch <laughs> exclusively. Man. It's like just saying mo- just movies okay. you haven't seen. So saying Snoop Dogg stars in Soul Plane is like saying, "Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody else in Indiana Jones besides Indiana." Jones. Uh, it's like saying <laughs> it's like saying Shia LaBeouf. No, uh, but he did star in that movie. Well, yeah, it's like no, it's I, like saying saying <laughs> saying Snoop Dogg stars in Soul Plane is like saying aliens star in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's just oh yeah at the end oh yeah it's, I mean have you yeah. seen Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull oh the Alien movie right <laughs> I mean I get I guess yeah yeah it's like that or it's like saying Hitler stars in Inglorious Bastards I mean he's there he's kind not really of. yeah yeah okay you well get, anyway you get no, what I'm saying I have not seen Soul Plane well anyway Godfrey's in that movie he's like one of the pilots of the plane he's Snoop's co-pilot. Oh, so also co-star? So Snoop's the main uh, pilot? Yeah. I don't, he's doing like a problematic Jamaican accent the whole time. You know what? Don't watch the movie. <laughs> don't watch it. So <laughs> that was my that was my Valentine's Day. We watched a black metal movie and then uh, we were going to bake a Valentine's Day cake 
because like we never eat cake and, and cake is cool cake's great man uh what's your favorite kind of cake well funfetti yeah that hands down funfetti is the best kind of cake have you ever had like have you ever bitten to a cake that you thought was gonna be like amazing Oh, no. Have you ever been to a cake and thought it was going to be one flavor cake based on the frosting? But then when you bit into it, it was like a surprise You're flavor. Like, What's that this you- raspberry? Get this out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know what the worst is? When you when you pick up a cookie thinking it's chocolate chip, you're like, oh, sweet, get chocolate chip here. cookies. And you bite into it and it's oatmeal raisin. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. You're like, oh, yeah. Like you look it over. You're like, those are chocolate chips. I'd rather find out I was adopted than get surprised like that. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. All right, so you, so we're recording this podcast. We were supposed to record on Valentine's Day because we're not great partners to our <laughs> wifeyanas, right? Correct. But the reason we didn't do that was not because we were out doing extravagant things. We did those because we had nothing else to do, literally. Um, we didn't record yesterday because you had a crazy situation going on at your place. You want to talk about it? I did have a crazy situation going on. Um, so I'm sitting at my desk. And uh, I'm working on my computer. I have a, a big monitor that I, I hook up, uh, like a big TV. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, but it is 24 inches, 1080p. Um, and I have an audio interface and everything for the, for the mics, uh, and my speakers run through it. And Hey, don't tell them how easy it is to make a podcast. <laughs> All right, we need people to think that this we're is really this difficult. is really hard. That we're doing really good work here. We don't need people knowing that how easy it is. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm Joe Rogan's going to have us killed. <laughs> so I'm sitting there working, and all of a sudden I hear, and the speakers have popped, and then all the lights are off, and then the TV is shut off, and uh, then. The light comes back on, the like the light in the room, mm-hmm. and then the interface starts going, puh, 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 and the speakers are popping, and the TV's not working, and so I'm thinking like, okay, we had a power outage. Was your lip something? gloss also popping? It was. Okay. Yeah, I should have taken a picture because. <laughs> Just double checking. Um, yeah, and so then I go in the other room to like check if. All right, we get it. You have multiple rooms in your apartment. We we get it. I go into my second room. Yeah, I went into one of the many rooms in my apartment. and I visited the East Wing, and it turns out... <laughs> yeah, I went to check on the problem, so I went out into the foyer and <laughs> did a survey of the situation. Actually, in, instead of doing that, I just leaned over, uh, did my intercom to the butler, and asked, Hey, uh... Something was going wrong, so I arose from the day bed in my breakfast nook and <laughs> put my champagne down. My breakfast champagne. Uh, yeah, and so all the rest of the lights in the apartment were either super dim or were flickering. Um, like, it looked like, uh, bringing it back to Indiana Jones, uh, it looked like you're in the line for Indiana Jones at Disneyland. <laughs> was there like dust falling from the <laughs> ceiling <laughs> and people screaming? <laughs> All of a sudden. Yeah, it was crazy. And and there's like for some reason like your TV comes on. It's like playing that same ride instruction video of like that, <laughs> that old timey guy. <laughs> he's like talking all old timey, but he's like talking about really modern things. He's like, okay, pioneers, make sure that when you enter the vehicle, you put your cell phones in your pocket. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I know what cell phones are. What year is this? (laughs) He said Galaxy S9. What? Uh, 
So on top of that, like the power being weird and then popping, and then I thought I had uh, blown equipment. Uh, at the end of this story, remind me to tell a Disneyland story. You got it. <laughs> I have several, but yeah, um, it's about Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, great. Uh, on top of that, because it's been raining uh, a bunch, uh, there's a leak in another, yet another bedroom um, in my son's bedroom. And uh, the carpet is sopping wet. And it was, yeah, it was a whole thing. Dude, and you're stepping all over my Pirates of the Caribbean story. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So it was a, a wild afternoon uh, trying to figure out what is happening. Fortunately, everything's back to normal. And, um, yeah, we're able to, uh, the day after, uh, at not at, at my place, um, at a, a secret undisclosed location. Come on over to my place, my place, to my place. Is that you a Jack song? song? No. No, it's uh, Jaheem and Nelly. Come on and roll with me, ooh girl. Come on over to my place. You never heard that song? No. It was, it was that era of Nelly, like post Nellyville, where like he was trying to be like R&B, like country Nelly. You don't remember that? Mm-mm. He had a song with like, like not Garth Brooks. Is it a slowed down sample? Because the way you're singing it. No, that's how Jahim sings. No, that's how Jahim, not Jacquees. That's how Jahim sings. Oh. Yeah, but Nelly, Nelly had a phase in his career when he was doing like R and B song. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. Oh, it was real bad. That's probably uh. why you don't remember it. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, okay, Pirates of the Caribbean. Hit oh, me. so one time uh, I went to Disneyland, and. It was like one of the first times I had an annual pass. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be the most wow. California story yeah. ever, obviously. <laughs> obviously. The first, okay, so the first year that I had my annual pass, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't the deluxe this one, is, though. This is before I got into the platinum cardholder status. <laughs> uh, and I didn't have the parking pass. I was paying for parking individually every time, like a lunatic. <laughs> so this is one of like my first. So basically, I never believed in having a Disneyland annual pass because I'm like, why? Who wants to go to Disneyland that much? And then I went for uh the first time like really as an adult mm-hmm. with my buddy Marquet, shout out Marquet. Um he took me to Disneyland. I was like, "Bro, trust me. It's like it's going to change your life." So we went cuz I'm not I'm not a roller coasters guy. Like so I don't really like thrill rides and stuff. Like that I like to right, feel yeah. like secure in my my well-being. But just when you go to Disneyland, just the ambiance and like the people and the food and like just walking around and the music and stuff is enough. Yeah. And I just had a great time. Right? So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll need somewhere to take dates. This is before I was dating uh, my wife, Iana. I'm going to be dating a lot of girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need. This- I'm gonna, gonna need, I'm gonna need off. a place with a lot of people around. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, why not? You know, and at that time it was cheaper than it is now. But so I got a pass, and like one of the first times I went to Disneyland, we got on Pirates of the Caribbean, and <laughs> the rides like I can't remember if this part's in the beginning of the ride or towards the mid or towards the end, but it's the part where. You know, they've updated the ride to include, like, some of the later Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Right. Like, with Davy Jones and stuff like that. And there's a a part in the ride where, like, you're climbing a lift hill. um, And in in order to distract you from the fact that, like, hey, logistically, we got to get you up higher. And there's no way to do that but put you on a large (laughs) conveyor belt. Right. Uh, We're going to hide it with a waterfall, but (laughs) There's, like, a waterfall effect and, like... Davy Jones's face is being projected on the waterfall, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's saying something like, "Oh, it is towards the end of the ride," because he's saying like something like, 
Oh, drat, you survived the storm. Don't worry, I'll be back once again. Or something like that. Yeah. Or, no, he says, like, you haven't seen the last of Davy Jones' locker. Or something like that, right? And uh, unbeknownst to me, something goes on wrong on the ride, and they have to stop the ride. Like, the ride oh. stops. We're, like, three-fourths of the way up this lift hill. We're not in water anymore. The lights come up. <laughs> And the magic is completely ruined. <laughs> and you can see all the gears and stuff like that. Um, and then, but the, the only problem is, well, there's tons of problems, but the main problem is that somehow them stopping the ride and turning all the lights on hasn't affected the Davy Jones graphics. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's continuing to loop his spiel over and over. And there's slight variation. Yo, you haven't seen the last of Davy Jones. <laughs> and we're like, yes, we know. We haven't seen the last of you. We keep seeing you over and over. And we probably sat there for like 20 minutes. Yo, you haven't <laughs> seen the last of Davy Jones. Yeah, I've never I've never seen a crowd of strangers clap unan- uh, like unanimously together. Uh, more so than when I was, that ride Yo, started working you again. You haven't seen the last of Davy Jones. I'm going to let you keep going. I'm just going to stay on my loop. No, the story's over. Please don't do that. Please don't do it. Yo. Yeah, but that's um, my Disneyland story. Um, pivoting a little bit, I have to tell you, um, in a a previous episode, in our first episode, you expressed that you don't believe in time zones. Right. I still Um, don't. And I, uh, said that I think that's crazy, uh, a Mm -hmm. a little bit. I'd like, I understand the sentiment, but just the practicality of it doesn't make sense. So, um, I, something happened to me this last week and, uh, I am firmly on your side now. That we should do away with time zones and we sh- the entire world should be on one time zone. Oh, what changed your mind? Okay, so uh, a friend of mine uh, texts me and says, Hey man, uh, me and my wife, Yana, um, we're not doing anything tonight. We want to watch the Grammys. Do you want to watch the Grammys? Uh, we can come over. And so we're like, yeah, cool. So I, I check with my wife, Yana. Uh, I text him back. I'm like, yeah, cool. Uh, sounds good. So... You know what's funny? The way that you were saying wifeyana, like a, you know, casually, like a white guy would say it. Wifeyana. <laughs> it's funny, but all black slang ends that way. <laughs> ends which way? It starts off dope and no one knows what it is and it's just funny. And then like six months from now to a year from now, <laughs> white guys are just going to be like, yeah, so I was at the, I was at the gastro pub and I saw a Tatiana and, uh. <laughs> I asked this if you wanted an IPA. comes up to me, right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ruining your terms. No, no. I just want everyone out there to know that Wifeyana was coined by this podcast. So if you hear it from now on, just know where you got it from. And uh, when you hear it and roll your eyes and go, ah, white people, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, he says, let's, let's watch the Grammys. Um, it's on CBS. Uh, sounds good. So then I uh, look up. I'm like, oh, I wonder what time the Grammys start. So I go on my phone, and it was some random blog that I checked that was like, hey, here's how to watch the Grammys tonight. Because uh, you can stream it, and you could watch it yeah, locally. Man, CBS or whatever. All Access. Right. So I look at the thing, and it says 8 p.m. I'm like, okay, great, cool. Hmm. So then I text. I see where this is going. So I, yes. So I text my friend. I'm like, cool, man. Um... How about you guys come over at seven? Um, I'll make tacos, and uh, you know we'll have some drinks, and then we'll watch the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, 
Okay, cool. Sounds good. So then basically like six o'clock rolls around and I'm like, oh, right. Uh, it's on CBS. I should probably get our TV going because we have like an antenna, but we don't really ever use it. So I'm like, oh, we should probably get it going. So then I try to get it going, but then I'm like, oh, what channel is it on? So I Google like, you know, what channel CBS Grammys and it says that the Grammys start at 5 p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. So it's six o'clock, four the, central. <laughs> six o'clock, it's, seven central. <laughs> it's currently six o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh, the Grammys have been going for an hour. I thought they weren't going to start for another two. So I thought I was doing them a favor by being like, "Hey man, come over. We'll eat some tacos. Then we'll watch the Grammys at eight. Turns out we were watching the Grammys super late. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, I texted him, I'm like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. And he's like, yeah, I thought you just didn't want us to come over. Mm-hmm. And, like, you want us to come over late. And I was like, well, no, I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, I, it's a mistake. That does sound like you, though. <laughs> that, it does sound. Hey, man, just come over I for could the see last where, part. Yeah, I could see where they would think that. Right. You know what's crazy, though, about time zones is a whole generation of people know about the central time zone because of Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> F5, 4 central. <laughs> yeah. Catch yeah. new episode of Double Dare, followed by Wild and Crazy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Weekdays at 4, 5 Central. No, it's the other way. 4, five, 3 Central. 4, 3 Central. It's an, it's an four, hour earlier. 3, 2, 1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, they they came over and then so <laughs> what, they came what, over late. There, was there prize money on those game shows? Like, what did you win on? What did you win on Double Dare? I feel like you w- they wouldn't give kids money. That just feels irresponsible. <laughs> Here you go, kidders. $50,000. <laughs> Like, here's a blank check situation. Go nuts. Oh, man, that movie's crazy. (laughs) You can never make that movie now. It's so problematic. (laughs) You get get this kid who, like, falls in love with a a middle-aged, conservatively middle-aged FBI agent. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's being chased around by Tone Loke. (laughs) And Tone Loke, for some reason, wants to murder this kid. Yeah. This kid buys a house, everything he's ever dreamed of, for a million dollars. A water slide from his bedroom to... Yeah. <laughs> he pays the salary of a driver slash butler all on a million dollars. Like, I don't care how much inflation is now. Like, if this equals $5 million, $10 million. You can't get all of that <laughs> yeah. for that amount of money. Especially if you have no ID. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's the internet. Just Mr. McIntosh. don't don't think too hard about it he called the real estate company (laughs) and used a robot voice to buy a house as mr mcintosh yeah i definitely tried to print a check Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so that movie's crazy is wild so sorry grammys uh grammys so yeah, they they just up, happened. They ended up coming over late, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, whatever, local TV. I'll get CBS. It'll be fine." Long story short, I couldn't get it, so I did have to pay like eight dollars or whatever for a CBS, for CBS All, All Access <laughs> in order to watch it. Well, now you can watch all the Chicago PD and, and I have <laughs> zero interest in watching Chicago you PD. You don't want to watch Chicago Fire. You don't want to watch Shamar Moore and or Boris Kojo save the city of Chicago from burning down every week. Uh, No, I'm good. 
Oh man, you just don't appreciate good TV. <laughs> um, so we watched. <laughs> they came over. We watched the second half of the Grammys. Okay. The good half. The, I'm just well, kidding. Well, so, so you here's the good Cardi thing. Cardi B. Though. Here's the no. So I did see Cardi B. Okay. Uh, because we watched the second half. And then what happened as soon as it was over? They played it again. Oh, of course. So we watched the for second half. exactly four people like you. <laughs> for the people who are above the age of 60 and Brandon who missed the start time. <laughs> yes. So we watched the second half, then the first half. No one under the age of 50 has ever said, oh, good, they're playing it again from the beginning. Now we can <laughs> accept you. Um, uh, did you watch the Grammys? I did. I did. I actually took uh, Did you watch it? At five when it started? I know. You see, okay, so here's the thing. I, I just lied to you right now. I did not watch oh, the Grammys as a telecast. I didn't even stream it while it was happening. I watched the performances afterwards. Okay. <laughs> so that's all I watched. I watched, like, the various performers on YouTube and stuff like that. I didn't see – I saw, like, the Drake speech because that was, like, on social media. Mm-hmm. I saw the Cardi B speech. But, like, a lot of the in-between stuff I didn't see. But I did so watch the all the performers. Yeah. yeah. I watched all the stuff that was worth putting on the internet afterwards. So right, um, but yeah, I took a lot of notes and I have some thoughts. <laughs> you you <laughs> um, do have extensive notes. Yeah, I have a giant legal pad. When you say you have some thoughts, how is that spelled? Uh, I have some Tatianas that okay, were, okay, that cool, were in cool, attendance cool. at the Grammys cool. who did uh, full reports for me, <laughs> kind of like journalists. <laughs> you you employ a staff of yeah, Tatianas, a, st- a stable of Tatiana <laughs> reporters. It's, you want to employ attractive women because they can get into places that, you know, guys can't often. Um, Grammys. So, the first pro- – I don't – and they're not in any order. So, I just kind of – maybe you can fill me in on, like, well, the order that they happened in the night. I kind of know the order. <laughs> it'll, okay. be, it'll be mostly, you know, second half and first half. Yeah. Um, okay. So, the first one I watched was uh, – Camila Cabello. Mm-hmm. She opened the show. Uh, okay. Or actually did a thing right in the middle of my show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so she was, yeah, she opened uh, the show and you did the intermission of your show. Um, <laughs> and she did Havana, mm-hmm. her, her song. And uh, she did that. And then y- Young Thug came out. Uh-huh. And then Ricky Martin came Ricky out. Ricky Martin came out. And then I believe that was Jay Balvin uh-huh. that came out at the end. That was a good performance. Yeah. It was um, fun. Felt like a West Side Story with the, it did. the whole it, stage display. I think the music video is kind of the same vibe. Oh, I haven't no. seen the music video, but I think it's like that kind of like 50s Cuba um, because, you know, now we can go there. So, like, people are like, <laughs> we might as well shoot videos there now. Right. So. That's like the last uh, the last place that's left. <laughs> yeah. You think that song would have been as popular, like, before the embargo was lifted? Uh, definitely not. Yeah, they would have made her change it to something else. Do you think that <clears throat> if relations Tijuana, with... na, na, na. Because, <laughs> like, we can't... We can go there. Yeah. Do you think uh, <laughs> if relations improve with North Korea... <laughs> Korea, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, that Pyong- be... Pyongyang is the capital of uh, North Korea. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Pyongyang, yang, yeah. yang, yang. It'll be cool to see... It'd be cool to see... Uh, Kim Jong-un pop up in uh, Young Thug music videos. <laughs> <laughs> the way things are going, that just might happen. Yeah. Um, so the, her performance is good. Uh, she did a good job. Ricky Martin kind of stole the show. I thought he was great. Yeah. He sounded he looks good. good. Like, I haven't seen him since yeah. his La Vida Loca days. Yeah, I think he has... He's either been touring or has a residency in Vegas or both. 
So he's been, he's been working. I think he's just been living La Vida regular. <laughs> right. When he re- when he retires, he's going to be living La Vida slow-mo. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ricky, Ricky Martin looked good. He knew the words, which is, man. He That's knew half the, the words. battle. Yeah, it's half the battle. He knew the words to Cam- Camilla's song. He didn't just get up there and do his song or like whatever song they asked him to do. Like he knew her song was singing the chorus. And it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, so that was the first one I watched. I was like, okay, Grammys. This, you know, it seemed like a good night. Everyone was having mm-hmm, fun. Mm-hmm. Then I watched uh, Post Malone and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did you see that one? I, yeah. So, all right, what are your thoughts on Post Malone? Um, I'll bury the lead. So I uh, haven't listened to a lot of Post Malone music. I more like took a look at Post Malone you and s- went... You no, kind of been I'm post, good. you've been postponing Post Malone. Yeah, I've been postponing my Post Malone uh, listening. Yes. Have you made any Instagram or Facebook posts about postponing Post Malone? <laughs> In the past, yeah, I've I've posted some Post Malone. But we'll post post it, specifically through the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, okay. Um, so you not only have posted about postponing postponing Post Malone. <laughs> You've also used postage mm-hmm. to post yeah. about postponing Post Malone. Gotcha. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, that is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm not. Like, I looked at him and I was like, okay, I think I get it. I'm good. Uh-huh. Uh, I judged that book by its cover hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. And the Chili Peppers, like, there's certain bands or, or artists that, like, like Bruce Springsteen. I don't know Bruce Springsteen's music. The boss? The boss. But he's been around forever yeah. and I, I respect him. Uh-huh. Like I don't I couldn't sing you a song right Born now. In the USA. That's as much as I know, right? Yeah. yeah. But I respect him tremendously. He's been around forever. The Chili Peppers are like that. Like I've never really listened to the music, but I don't respect them. <laughs> Why? It's just kinda I don't know. It's just kinda like whatever See, for me. Man, you've just dashed my hopes because I came here. Th- like I'm like Brandon, he's a white guy of a certain age. Like he sh- <laughs> surely, surely this Post Malone Chili Peppers mashup. <laughs> he's sure. all about well, it. More so the Chili Peppers. I was like, surely Brandon can give me some insight on like why, like who is the fan base of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Because I really don't know. It's like is it California. Da- is it dads? It's like California funk rock. They're dads now. Of course, I'm a dad, and I am not a fan. But like, yeah. Like, if you grew up listening to them in the 90s, I would be surprised if they have any, like, new fans. Yeah. The singer was doing his best, uh, his best Freddie Mercury impression, though. Yes. He, it seemed like he was mad that he didn't get cast in Bohemian (laughs) Rhapsody. Rhapsody. And he was like, whatever, I'll show you guys. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, yeah, I thought, so I'll I'll tell you what, my thoughts on the whole thing, uh, on Post Malone and, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like Post Malone's performance a lot, actually. I'll say, because he started singing, and I was like, okay. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He has a decent voice, uh, especially for the style that he does. And he can play the guitar, too, which, like, yeah. surprised. And not just like, hey, I can strum, but, like, was actually playing the guitar. So that was, like, I was kind of impressed by that. And then, um, yeah, I thought his, his performance was great. The Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. And this is how I knew Post Malone is talented. Cause Post, Post Malone? Malone? Huh? You said Post Malone. <laughs> no, Boost Mobile is what I said. <laughs> no, uh, I think uh, <laughs> Post Malone, a.k.a. Boost Mobile, he was, uh, 
he was he was still honestly he was the best part of the Chili Peppers section because mm-hmm, he was yeah. like he was playing guitar and also like harmonizing with the the singer and he sounded great. I'm like, man, this guy's he's good. He should just do that. Uh, you want him to join uh, Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers <laughs> and be the second play second <laughs> fiddle to the singer? Post Malone went from you know platinum award winning high selling rap artist to. Uh, rhythm guitar well, in, <laughs> in Red Hot Chili Peppers. Which is now a Queen cover band. <laughs> yeah. Just Post Malone singing We Will Rock You behind Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's crazy. Oh, so um, yeah, that was a good that was a good performance. What are the performances? Where, where did that happen in the show? That is somewhere Was that in at the, the end of the beginning or the I, beginning of the end? <laughs> it's all the beginning of the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah well. Um, okay. The next one I watched... Uh, I feel like the theme of the night, uh, uh, based on the performances, was like girls can play guitar too. There was a lot of girl. There was so there was a lot of female performances, and there was a lot of uh, girls playing guitar, which is great. Guitar, I just yeah. found it peculiar. Yeah. I wonder if like that was like a conscious decision made by like someone at the Grammys. Like, let's have if you play an instrument, ladies. Let's have you play an instrument because it, it seemed. I mean, almost all the female performers that I saw also played guitar. Mm-hmm. Which was, I don't know, it's kind of cool, and all of them were really good at playing guitar too, which is really cool. Yeah, Cardi B like busted yeah, that Cardi guitar. B, that, that was crazy. That, when Cardi B covered "Purple Rain," I was like, "This, I don't know how this is gonna end." But then she grabbed the guitar that that <laughs> that guitar that was shaped like a stiletto heel, and she <laughs> murdered it. Offset was playing drums. It was crazy. Um, so the next performance I watched was Janelle Monae. Did you watch Janelle Monae? I did. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, how you how you feeling? How, what's your what's your history with Janelle Monae? Do you know anything about her? Any of her music or anything? Um, a little bit. I've been like a like, moderate. I haven't like ever dug fully in. I I did know that song, um, but I don't know like all of her albums super well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like her. Uh, I think she's she's good. And then this performance and that song, it was very Prince esque, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was cool. Um, I'm glad you said it was very Prince and not very Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing a Bruno thing now. I get it. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Like he's uh, he's off tour, so someone's got to do the Bruno thing. Yeah, you digging her her sexy rebrand? Um, you know, she came out with like the the garters yeah, and yeah. I, she and, normally is in like suit pants. Like, yeah, so she was kind of so like, like switching it up. the suit. Yeah, yeah, put on some heels and a garter. I was like, okay. Yeah, she still had the the like the blazer esque kind of mm-hmm. top, but. She's doing a little bit of a rebrand. She's yeah. playing the guitar. That was interesting. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to do the rebrand after a while. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. You liked the song? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a cool song. The song was cool. Um, What'd you think? I think she... I wrote in my notes here, I think she'd be huge if she was not... <laughs> it's going to sound bad. I think she would be huge, more huge than she is if she was not a, a black woman. Huh unfortunately like yeah. i think like she's so talented man that's and, the most depressing thing that's ever been said on this podcast yeah i mean but we're, we're only a few episodes in it's gonna get worse <laughs> <laughs> no but like it's it's unfortunate because like like i mean we've had this conversation off air before but like it just sucks that like black people doing black music is not novel so right. like it doesn't get the same mainstream recognition as like when non-black people do it because i was right. sitting there thinking watching her performance i'm like man if bruno mars performed and did this same song everyone would be like performance of the night 
You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But because it's Janelle Monet and she can make that kind of music in her sleep, which is no knock to her because she's an amazing right. artist and I think she she can do that kind of music in her sleep because she's super talented. Like it's just not novel. Like if if Justin Timberlake came out and did that same song, the exact same performance, garters and everything, <laughs> he'd you know everyone would be like, oh, sexy rebrand. It would it went viral. Like it would have been the biggest yeah. thing everyone's talking about. But like I don't know, I kind of feel bad. Yeah, Janelle did her thing though. She killed it. I I, I was I was super into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right. That that sucks. It was really great. Uh, and more people are not talking about it. Uh, did you watch her? Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, which, Janelle Monet? No. Her. Uh, H-E-R. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep up. Uh, yeah. To be honest, it is her fault for naming herself that. <laughs> it is her's fault, actually, yeah. for, for naming herself that. She should call her first album that one album. <laughs> Have you heard uh, Her? Uh, who? Yeah, that one album. <laughs> now, did you watch her her performance? Um, yes. Yeah. What did uh, you think? Yeah, I think she's great. I'm. Yeah. I was not familiar with her previously. I'm more of a hymn fan. Um, <laughs> like right. like uh like like Christian hymns. Yeah, exactly. H Y M N. H Y M N. That's mostly what I listen to. Yeah. Um, like Gregorian chant and and that kind of stuff, okay. but. Uh, I, yeah, I wasn't familiar with hers music before, uh-huh. um, but I, th- I thought it was a really cool performance, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I liked it. It was basically a worship song, though, right? It, especially at the <laughs> end where she was like, "Sing the call and response." Yeah, the call and response thing. Yeah. The funniest part about that moment is, for some reason, somebody in the production truck at the Grammys decided to like on one of the rounds of like the call and response part, they decided to cut to like two very touristy looking Japanese people <laughs> singing along and it was just like it was probably the funniest shot of the whole night because it's like you know it's it's literally her is like literally a stage full of black people like you know singing the you know this co- very like gospel choir sounding song and it just cuts to like two very thin like touristy looking Japanese people and it was just really funny yeah they were obviously like seat fillers <laughs> but they were they were loving it dude it was great that's funny uh, yeah, I thought her performance was good. Um, she um, she killed her guitar solo. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's good. She's super talented. She? No, it's her. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She, her is super talented. Um, Cardi B. Where was Cardi B in the show for you? Cardi B <laughs> was right at the very beginning of the show. So in the middle That's of the show. That's as soon as I subscribed to CBS All Access. <laughs> Cardi B so so that would put her in the the middle of the actual show, actual show if we were in the Eastern time zone. Uh, in the in the cent- in the middle, mm-hmm. but an hour earlier in the Central time zone. <laughs> gotcha. Um, you know what's funny about the Cardi B performance? So she did the song "Money," and that like has a really like it's really piano heavy that beat. Yeah. And you know, in the live performance, there was like this piano player, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when. I don't know if it in the in the telecast if the if it was edited this way, but when the performance started, it was like zoomed in really close on the hands of the piano player. Oh yeah, and it was like slowly zooming out, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, so for a second, I was like, oh, Cardi B's gonna play the piano because it, the dress and like her hands looked like it could be Cardi B. Yeah. Until she started playing, and I'm like, 
oh, Cardi B's really playing the piano. <laughs> like, Cardi B is playing, playing. I was like, I had like, no idea. She took lessons? <laughs> I, I had no idea. I was about to really big up Cardi B because I'm like, I had no idea Cardi B could play classical piano like that like that's crazy and they zoomed out and it was like a stereotypical asian woman playing the piano Well, she's uh some kind of instagram i don't know her name Mm -hmm. i should have looked this up but uh she's some kind of like instagram famous piano player yeah i assumed as much yeah Um, like she's not just a rando person well clearly she could really play yeah um but yeah i (laughs) I thought it was gonna be cardi b i was blown away but what'd you think of cardi's performance um uh it was good are you, um, were you familiar with that song before you? Watched I was the not familiar with that song. Okay, so I'm not. Uh, Cardi B is another like like Bruce Springsteen for me. I'm not like super <laughs> familiar. Is she the Bruce Springsteen of strippers turned rappers? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, for for a long time, when she first uh, like showed up with music, I was like, "What is this shtick?" Um, which, you thought she was someone doing a character? Well, she is someone doing a character. Which, that's a whole other soapbox that I don't know if we have time to get into today, no, but maybe okay, we go will. For it. Okay, okay, so we'll get into it. So, if you want to be a super successful Want to be artist, a rock superstar. If you want to be a, a crazy... Live like, large, big house, five cars. <laughs> subscribe to my online course right now. Um, that was... Never mind. Go ahead. Uh... <laughs> If you want to be a huge star, but you also want to do whatever you want, uh-huh. like music-wise, mm-hmm. here's what you have to do. You All have right. to come onto the scene. Either there's there's one of two ways you have to break into the scene. Okay. Either you have to be part of a group, <laughs> okay, like In Sync or Destiny's Child, uh huh, or you have to be super out there, super crazy, a la Lady Gaga. Because you have to like make a splash somehow. That's Cardi B. She's exactly. Lady Gaga. So here's here's the thing. Lady Gaga, uh, you know, was wearing the meat dress and she was wearing like the mm-hmm. crazy outfits. She showed up in an egg mm-hmm. or whatever. She's just being like so loud, like you can't ignore her. Mm-hmm. And then she did her music and and uh, m- you know got a huge fan base and made a big name for herself. And then what did she do? She called up Tony Bennett and was like, hey, Tony, do you want to sing jazz standards for a year? Mm-hmm. They made an album and they toured jazz standards yeah. as, as a duo. That's crazy. Yeah. And if she was just like pre-Lady Gaga, just herself, Stephanie Gaga or whatever her name is. If she Stephanie was just like, Gaga. <laughs> if she was just like, hey, Tony Bennett, he'd be like, I'm sorry, who are you? But because it's like, and, and she's like went to Juilliard, so she's like a a well-trained musician mm-hmm. so because she did the crazy thing first and it's like crazy person doing this tony bennett thing that's crazy oh wow now she can do whatever she wants same thing beyonce was in destiny's child and then now she can Wore do a meat dress uh <laughs> also with a meat dress <laughs> like that's a phase they all go through <laughs> and now she can do whatever she wants justin timberlake was part of in sync put on a meat dress and now guess what he can do whatever he wants he can't do whatever he so wants, that's true he's he's it feels like after his last album two albums ago he could do whatever he wanted yeah. now we i don't know but cardi b when she showed up i was like what and now I get it. Like, she's playing the game. Mm-hmm. She's her character. Yeah. And then in a couple years, she's probably going to be doing albums with Tony Bennett. Yeah. 
Probably. Like, I mean, whatever so, the equivalent of that is. Yeah, sooner rather than later, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, she's already... She's, like, at, she's at peak fame right now. Yeah, for sure. Like, she's... I, that was my that was my one realization watching Lady or Lady Gaga watching uh, Cardi B perform uh, was I had the realization in that moment like wow she's like really a pop star like mm-hmm. she has a presence on stage like she's she's not just a rapper anymore like she's like a pop icon at this point and mm-hmm. it's crazy like she probably has one of the greatest success stories in entertainment I yeah. mean she's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson of of hip hop. That's true. And like, she won uh uh she's the first solo female rapper to win. She won, uh, I think she won rap album of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. Like, you know, 5 or 6 however many years ago she was stripping in Florida and now she's you know, one of the biggest pop stars in the world. It's yeah. crazy. It is. It's wild. It's crazy. Cardi B. Salute to Cardi B. So, yeah, uh I respect her uh now that I get like, "Oh, you're playing the game." And yeah, like you're, she's like a thing and like she's winning mm-hmm. the thing. And then I'm especially excited for like whatever the thing that comes next. Yeah. Uh, After she doesn't have to prove herself. Yeah. Another thought I had, another thought Tiana that I had while she was performing <laughs> was I want to see more musicians on stage. Like I want to see the bands again. Yeah. Like, up until that point, I'd watch Camila Cabello and, like, all these different performances, and there's no musicians on stage. And as a musician myself, I took offense to that. I'm like, because you're listening to the Cardi B performance, and there's all these, like, all this crazy stuff happening and drum fills and guitar solos and things happening. But none of these guys are on stage. And I'm like, man, come on, man. Well, we're kind of... How many dancers do you need? Right. We're kind of in the era of, like, the artist and not, like, a band. Mm -hmm. So, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers is the exception uh but yeah it's more about the artist rather than the whole like collective thing so uh, yeah the musicians are just providing audio get them off stage (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's kind of a bummer it is a bummer but anyway uh shifting gears from the hip-hop world the next performance i watched was dan and shay oh the country song the Uh tequila song Oh, 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 the two guys. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. You might not expect me to say this. For my money, that was probably the best overall performance huh. of the night, in my opinion. You're right. I'm not expecting you to say this. Um, In the sense of like what you kind of expect a, a Grammy performance to be. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's changed. And I think hip-hop has uh, been a huge part of that. Um. And, and pop music to a greater extent, but or, or to a similar extent. But like, I, you remember when uh, a few years ago when Adele happened and Sam Smith happened, and uh-huh. the Grammys was like still holding on to being like this really like kind of classy and like everyone wears gowns and yeah, and we have dinner and and things like that. Um, I think so. That's what I always grew up thinking of. Like when I thought of a Grammy performance, that's what I thought of. Mm-hmm. Like I thought of like, you know. Adele wearing a sparkly gown and singing under one spotlight and you know that type of vibe um you know Celine Dion that type of thing so um I thought it was cool uh to see Dan and Shay kind of throw back to that mm-hmm. like instead of having a full band like they just did piano and the guy played guitar and they just kind of wore black and sang the song and when I tell you 
I've heard that song before because sometimes I'll just put on country music if I'm driving and I've listened to like you're driving in your truck. Yeah, driving in my truck and my dog sitting next to me mm. and my wife left me and my guitar is broken. It's just the situation's right. Yeah, like it just calls for have it. To, yeah. yeah, just got done playing high school football for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you knuckleheads! <laughs> you knuckleheads! Um, yeah. Uh, no, sometimes I listen to country music and that song, they, I mean, they, they wear the hell out of it on country radio. So I've heard it before, but man, when I tell you, I was watching this guy perform and I'm not sure which one is Dan and which one is Shay. If I had to guess, I'm <laughs> guessing the guy with the permed hair is Shay. <laughs> just, just a wild guess. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to say Dan, Dan was the other guy playing the piano who looks like he plays fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> like that Dan guy looks like he's like straight out of like a DraftKings commercial. Yeah. He's like uh-huh. tired of doing these, you know, season long fantasy football commitments. Try week to week with DraftKings. <laughs> and he looks like one of those guys. Um he just looked like a super normal guy. But he sang the heck out of that song, man. He sounded really good. Yeah. I I thought it was funny at the end. He's like, here's my note. Oh, <laughs> And then he yeah. like he did it and he nailed it. And then his face after is like, yeah, I nailed it on the Grammys. Yes. I don't know who told him to do that. It didn't seem like he had that idea because the way he stood up was so awkward. <laughs> like he stood up like, all right, I got to stand up now and sing this note because my choreographer told me to, right. you know, and that was really weird. It yeah. was really weird. But the rest of that song was so good. Like he, he didn't miss a note. Like he sounded mm, great. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a good song. Like the melodies. You, you instantly remember like that song is tight because when you hear it you feel like you've heard it before even if you haven't like you're like oh yeah when I drink tequila yeah I've heard yeah okay well, yeah I've heard this that's for me that's most country songs yeah that's you're true. like yeah tequila yeah mm-hmm feel ya yeah mm-hmm cool, cool hey man don't do that today yeah, they, got the, they got the harmonies going like yeah, yeah I've heard this good before stuff. they sounded great man yeah and shout out to country too for being like the last genre of music where like you can get famous and still like look like a normal person. Well, yeah. <laughs> like country music is the only genre of music where like you can get famous because like just because you wrote a really good song. Well, counterpoint, Dan and Shay were wearing meat dresses for the performance. <laughs> That's true. But no, in in all in all seriousness, uh yeah, country music, all you have to do is write a really good song, and it doesn't matter what you look like. As long as you write a good song and can sing it, like, you'll be famous. Like, in pop music, it's like, I wrote the most amazing song. All right, uh, let's give it to Beyonce. Right. <laughs> like, that happens to people who are themselves famous. Right. <laughs> like, like Neo, well, I'm not going to be able to do this song. Neo's made a whole career out of not being famous enough to <laughs> sing his best songs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like showing his he's showing his agent. He's like uh, his manager. He's like, hey, I got this new song. It's called Irreplaceable. It's it's amazing. It's gonna go on my next album. It's gonna be my single. It's gonna it's gonna go platinum. He's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> We're gonna give it to Beyonce. And now you have Neo. There you go. Um, but yeah. Uh, did you watch um, Lady Gaga? Her performance. Did Lady Gaga perform? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see Lady Gaga's performance? Wait, did she perform with Bradley Cooper? No. Bradley oh, Cooper was at the that Baptist. That I would have watched, for sure. Well, I thought it was funny because it was like, whatever the song is from... Shallow? Yeah. That... I'm off the deep end, yeah. watch as I dive in. And it's That's funny, a great song. It's funny because Lady Gaga looked like and was performing like she was fresh off her Super Bowl performance. 
What does so that like, mean? The outfit was. Like, she was still wearing a, a New England's Patriots jersey. <laughs> She's a huge Patriots fan. <laughs> she was like, "I will not take this off." Can you imagine if she had like the a Tom Brady jersey on with like the the uh, like the black paint under her eyes, <laughs> and like one of those hats, like trucker hats with the beer cans on either side? <laughs> and, but she's still singing the same. Tell me something good with like the 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 hose from the beer thing kind of touching her lips. They're like, you sure you don't want to take off the uh, you sure you don't want to take off the Tom Brady jersey? Yeah, it's, it's all meat under here, so I I don't want to. And, and after she nails the performance, she like gives her guitar player a chest bump. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. No, but she was like, it was this very sparkly outfit and uh-huh. like these insane like foot and a half tall high heels, mm-hmm. and uh, it started. It was just acoustic guitar, and she was going nuts. Like I don't know what was in her in ears, but I don't think it was just acoustic guitar because mm. she was like moving and like dancing and like getting into it, oh. and it's just like plucky acoustic. And I was like. Whoa. What? Yeah. And later in the song, like it picked up and the drums came in. It made a little more sense. But like, yeah, she just like turned it on immediately. Mm. It was funny. Yeah, maybe she. I don't know, man. You don't know the vibes. She was setting the vibes. I guess so. Yeah, Lady Gaga's a great performer, though. Was it her band uh, that was uh, playing with her? Could you tell? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It was, like, there was a band on stage seen for that. Oh, that's cool. And ironically, I don't like. I'm remember. wondering if it was her Lady Gaga band or if it was like the the Star Is Born band, right? You know, like more of like a Nashville band. And by that, I mean white. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nashville is a code word in the music industry. Yeah, We're looking for um, more Nashville kind of players. <laughs> You know how many gigs I've I haven't gotten as a drummer and have been told we're looking for more of a Nashville sound. <laughs> we're going for more of like a Nashville vibe. <laughs> well, yeah, I use the same. I mean, I tune my drums exactly how they were on the reference record that you sent. Yeah, it's not really how the drums sound. It's more just sort of the vibe. Or the oh no, the... I played it exactly like the track. No, but like the vibe. You know what I mean. <laughs> We're going for like a Nashville vibe. Like, like Macklemore, he's more of a Nashville <laughs> style rap. He's from Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I'm dressed like a cowboy. Like I literally have on a cowboy hat and a uh, flannel. Like it doesn't get any more now. Na- yeah, but like more like Nashville is kind of what we're going for. Like actually, uh, I grew up uh, not too far out of Nashville. I, yeah, I'm I'm from Smoky Mountain, Tennessee. Like I'm from five minutes outside. And yeah, but you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, um, uh, did you see uh, Casey Musk uh, Graves? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I only watched the people that I thought would like be the headlines. Okay, so she but like, she won album of the she year. She won right? album of the year. Uh-huh. I didn't. She looked like the whole time she didn't want to be there. Really? She probably didn't. Uh, so her name is Casey Musk Graves. Musgraves. Uh huh. But every time they would say her name or put it up on the screen, I thought I was expecting to hear Muskrat. Casey Muskrat. Okay. So while we were watching it, it became like we called we called her the Muskrat. That's I don't know. That sounds racist. Uh, and uh, no, she's she it's she, it's a Nashville thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and she was fine. She's a country artist. Yeah. Okay. And she was fine. 
But it just looked like, and she also did a thing with Dolly Parton, which I'm assuming you didn't watch. No, that was super Nashville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was fine, but she just looked like she didn't want to be there at all, which was weird then that she won um, album of the year, and then she actually went up and accepted it. Did you see that at all? No, I saw some memes, but I didn't really. No. I didn't watch it. The way she accepted it was kind of like, what? Like I don't. Well, she didn't think she would win. Yeah. And, and not only that, but like she was kind of, it looked like she was kind of embarrassed that she did win mm. because there was so many other better nominations. Yeah, I did see a lot of people like uh, un, uh, uh, unsolicited coming to her, uh, coming to her defense on Instagram. <sighs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Charles Gambino. Album is, her album is good. She deserved it. I know. There's a lot of that going on. Charles Gambino, what? Uh, he he uh, won Song of the Year for This Is America. This Is America, wow. Which is the first rap song to win Song of the Year. Song of the Year, wow. And he wasn't even there. Yeah, I feel like they gave that to him because there's no Music Video of the Year award at the Grammys, right? Which I feel like it probably would have won. Oh. Mm, there might have been a Video of the Year. I don't think so. He won a few other awards for that song. I think he won. I think he won best performance while barefoot. Oh yeah, they they get weirdly specific with the. Yeah, I think he won best use of chest hair in a music video. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Huh. I think so. Not nothing to add. Nothing to add about that. <laughs> You're not a fan of his of his taco meat. <laughs> Oh, I've never heard that. That's hilarious. Talk, it, that's it's, it's what it looks like. <laughs> Comedy is truth, my friend. Comedy is that truth. Is hilarious. Any if you talk to any black person and mention taco meat, they'll know what you're talking about. That's funny. And you know why it's you know why it's funny is because uh, it implies <laughs> that black people are most familiar with one kind of meat as as taco meat, like right. <laughs> like strictly ground beef. Like that's how that's I mean, but that's. That's that's black food. Like that's what we, like. If you were to come to my my house growing up, and my mom was like, "All right, making tacos," and you were like, "All right, what well, do we have? An Alpas store or?" A... Okay, whoa, <laughs> whoa. I'm Nashville, but I'm not that Nashville. No, we black people... growing up, it was the same thing for me. Like eating tacos, like taco meat. That's what. The, that's why I I got it. Yeah. Well, it's only now that I started eating chicken. Ta- well, I guess I don't eat chicken anymore. Like uh, fish tacos, like what? Yeah, you know, like, come on, man. Yeah, no ground beef all the way with some cheese, lettuce, maybe yep. some ketchup. Ke- I'm sorry, what? Sour cream, yeah. Ketchup? Yep. That's what we do in a black household, man. Not just yours. Not just mine. No. Really? Yeah. Ketchup on a taco? Yeah. Don't knock it till you've had it, and not on any taco. Like I wouldn't go to like. I wouldn't go to Taco Bell and put ketchup on a Taco Bell taco. Well, first of all, I wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't go to Taco Bell. I'd go to Del Taco. But even if I went to Del Taco, I wouldn't put ketchup on the taco. But or like if I went to authentic Mexican restaurant, I'm not putting ketchup on a right. taco. But uh, excuse me, Senor, um, do you have any ketchup? <laughs> Tiene Heinz? Heinz? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. But you will get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a homemade black taco for sure. Ketchup goes on that for sure. Uh, it's just the way, something about the way we make it. I don't know. Huh. That's, yeah. 
Also, uh, I mean, there's lots of little things like that in the black cuisine that, like, if you just didn't grow up that way, you don't know. Yeah. Like sliced American cheese on spaghetti. <laughs> on spaghetti? Fire. What? Fire, yes. Like, with the, the marinara and, like, meat sauce. Oh. And then you're also putting, uh, like, a craft single on top. Also, it's not marinara if it's, like, I on yeah. spaghetti. What, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the tomato meat sauce. Yeah, spaghetti sauce. Yeah. So, when you were a kid, were, was your spaghetti served mi- sauce separately or mixed together? It would be scoop of noodles. No. And then, Wrong. And then Wrong. sauce right on top. <laughs> Wrong. No, you got to throw all that in the same pot. You got to first. Man, come on, man. Interesting. Yeah, it's all served together. And then and then you get your, your bowl or plate or whatever you're going to eat it out of. You put your scoop of spaghetti in there. You put a slice of American cheese on top. You put it in the microwave for like 30 seconds, let the cheese melt, and then they whoop, there it is. So I haven't I haven't done this in a long time. But mm-hmm. is this something you would do? Because I grew up doing this. Where like, you'd, it'd be spaghetti night. Uh-huh. You got your plate of spaghetti. Uh-huh. And then you got your fork. And then uh-huh. you also have a large spoon. To like twirl the spaghetti? No, man, I'm not dirty in two dishes. I gotta wash those dishes. <laughs> yeah, that's an old like. So you sound like one of those kids who could be like, "I'm finished with my food, mom," and just dart off from the table and go <laughs> play go video play with games. Your, eat video games or feed your iguana or whatever whatever white kids do. <laughs> Feed my iguana. <laughs> <laughs> Feed your iguana crickets or something. You know? No, man. I had to wash those dishes. I'm not made dirty in a spoon and a fork to eat pasta. What? Oh. I'd eat with my hands if I could. <laughs> like, can we just scoop it right into my mouth? Yeah. Slice cheese, American. Slice, I think... In, in sort of like the modern black household in like the 90s and the early 2000s, I think the most versatile food item was sliced American cheese. Because mm. it made anything taste better and you could put it on anything. I used to eat a lot of uh, American cheese growing up. Mm-hmm. I would just do that as a snack. Put it on a hot dog. Oh, I don't think I've done that. Yeah, on and not on a hot dog bun, but like on a regular sliced piece of bread. Ooh, oh. Fire flames. My mom, so when we would we sometimes on spaghetti night we'd make cheese toast, which is like basically like the black alternative to garlic bread because my mom's not going to the store <laughs> buying buying a baguette, putting butter, peeling garlic, <laughs> peeling garlic, buttering it, putting it in the oven. No, she's not doing that. Right. What what we would do is <laughs> she'd take Wonder Bread, sliced white bread, uh, spread some butter on it, put a slice of American cheese on it, put it in the oven and toast it, and it go. was. It was great because yeah. American cheese doesn't really melt, but it, it, get, it, gets, it, gets it loosens goo- up. It gets yeah. gooey. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fire. Yeah. It was good. S- put sliced American cheese in your grits. Everything, man. Um, uh, yeah. We'll just move past that. <laughs> Is there any like weird like white people uh, food things? I mean, um, I'm, I'm familiar with a few, but do you have any from your childhood? Well, uh, t- I could... It's difficult for me to think of because to me, I'm like, well, no, that's just food. Um, uh, I used Everybody eat- drinks milk with dinner. No, no one drinks milk with dinner. Totally used to do that. Although, like, I don't do that anymore. Ew. I don't do that anymore. Even I'm as like, a kid, I was like, my, I don't want that. Give like, me some juice. My kid's not going to grow up, like, drinking milk with dinner. But I definitely did that. And I would blow bubbles in my milk. Actually, this is funny. I used to blow bubbles in my milk all the time. And my parents would be like, hey, don't blow bubbles in your milk. And I remember <laughs> See, that's specifically. The that's why you kept doing it. I specifically remember being like, man, 
when I have kids, I'm going to let them blow bubbles in their milk. My kid has never had regular milk. So just almond milk? Yeah, just, just almond milk. <laughs> almond dust and water? Exactly. He's all about it. It's not milk, dude. That's a lie. Um, so, yeah, back to the Grammys. Um, the next one I watched was St. Vincent and Dua Lipa. Did you watch that one? I did. I'm not going to lie. For, like, two minutes, I thought I was watching, like, two of the Kardashian sisters performing. <laughs> like, I thought I was watching Kendall Jenner for, like, two minutes. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. This like, is... she's singing? Yeah, and then they went into, one kiss is all it takes. And I was like, oh, okay, it's Dua Lipa. <laughs> but for sure, I thought I was watching Kendall Jenner. Yeah. They also looked like that they accidentally wore the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they were matching kind of. Right. But, like, not enough to make it look intentional. They it showed just, up like, wait, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> One of us is going to have to change. <laughs> There's no time. Yeah. yeah. And St. Vincent also played guitar. Mm-hmm. And she killed oh, it, too. Oh, yeah. There yeah, go. she was good. Um, I think that's all I had on the Grammys. Did you? Is there anything else that I missed that I didn't take notes of? Um, You would know. Um, it's scattered for me. Um... Uh, well, there was a bunch of Alicia Keys stuff you missed. Oh, that's right. I missed almost all the Alicia Keys Because she stuff. was the host. Did she do a performance or was it just kind of... She kind of did a performance. Yeah. It was kind of cool. It was like a medley of a bunch of cover things. Mm. It was just basically like, hey, just in case you guys forgot, I also play piano and sing. <laughs> yeah. Because um, she was hosting... She got Honestly, tired of people saying, and uh, welcome back to the stage, Swiss Beats wife. <laughs> right. She's like, hold, hold on, man. <laughs> it kind of felt like... The whole show, I thought she did a really good job hosting. Uh-huh. And it was fun having her host. But she was like, it felt like she had like, I don't know, done a bunch of CBD right before. Because <laughs> she was just like super relaxed the whole time. Uh-huh. And was just like, yeah, we're going to have fun. And every single person she introduced, she was like, all right, here, up next, my sister, so-and-so. Hey, don't do that voice. <laughs> don't... <laughs> Don't do that voice. So I had to decide, am I going to do the voice or am I going to say sister? You know what? You know what? I didn't watch it. So to be fair, to paint an act- an accurate picture of what happened, I'll allow it this one time. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So, but everyone that she would introduce, mm-hmm. like. It was the same vibe. Yeah. Like, we are deep friends and we outside go of way this. back yeah. <laughs> yeah and then there was a few times where she she's played. like y'all i want y'all man i want y'all to give it up for my good close personal friends the red hot chili peppers right. y'all you're like what i don't think you guys know each other <laughs> yeah it was like everyone she would introduce she's like yo yo guys i want you guys to give mad love we go way back we just met tonight but we go way back yo give it up for dan and shay you're like what <laughs> What's Alicia Keys talking about? Yeah. While she's like playing the piano. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What, um, and she did the co- what covers did she do? I don't remember. Oh, but they great. would do the covers and then they would like pan to the person in the crowd. Oh, so it was like current songs. Yeah. And oh, then they, gotcha. they'd be like very flattered that she was doing it. It was all like like she would do like a chorus if that of each one of them and then oh. go on to the next one. Um, There's a lot of rappers there, so she's just doing a bunch of like rap songs. <laughs> she did. Uh, she's like God's plan. No, she did a Drake song. Did she do? Which I forget. One? Um, what one was it? It wasn't God's plan. She's like, she said, "Do you love me?" I told her only partly. 
I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. It was a sicko mode? No, it wasn't sicko mode. Sun is down. But it was only like freezing cold. It was like ten seconds of it, and then she went to something else. So it kind of felt like like at the end she was gonna be like, "All right, guys, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel." Like she was trying to be actually she was like she was trying to be a cover artist but no but at she did actually like uh midway through she she said like hey or it came up on the bottom like Uh follow at alicia keys on instagram for like behind the scenes stuff and then at the end she said like all right everybody uh like follow me on instagram at alicia keys have a good night it was something like that i was like are you trying to get more followers out of this (laughs) yeah like, you're Alicia Keys. She's trying to secure a Spotify deal, and she's starting a podcast. I, <laughs> probably. No, that's, uh, I gotta watch that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it was, it was. And you don't remember any of the songs she did. She didn't do a Bruno Mars song? Like she, he, he wasn't there. So I would have known do. that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Grammys were, uh, a success, it sounds like. You enjoyed it? Yeah. It was, uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, because I haven't, I don't typically watch the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm a CBS All Access subscriber, I'm gonna be watching it every year. Tell him, man, I'm telling you, man, you're you're winning. Now you can watch Boris Kojo and or Shamar Moore save the city of Chicago from burning down while every week. while wearing a bulletproof vest for some reason. Because <laughs> that's what firefighters do, right? Uh, I think so. I yeah. guess I don't know. Yeah, what do you got coming up this week? Um, Anything exciting? What week is it? Uh, this is the week after Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I'm playing a wedding. Okay. Um, where's the, where's the wedding gonna be? Beverly Hills. Ooh. I'll have some stuff to report on that. Yeah. Uh, what do you got coming a up? Big, better take a big uh, tip jar. Oh, we can't do a tip jar. Why? Because. Like you can't be wearing a, a, you can't be wearing a tux and have a tip jar. No, at a hotel in Beverly Hills. Oh, it's at a hotel. Yeah, and be like, hey, uh, thanks. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. If you guys like what you hear, we have a, a tip jar up front. I totally would. Nah, man. And then they're paying thousands and thousands of dollars for this band to come. All right, play. All right we get it. <laughs> <laughs> we we understand. If you want me to break down the pricing model, <laughs> we understand. It's President's Day on Monday. Oh, that's right. Do you do anything for President's Day? Nope. No? No. Do you normally do something for President's Day? Um, no. I mean, sometimes people like, people who have regular jobs, who have financial security, they t- right. they sometimes will have President's Day off. And so, like, all my friends have regular jobs, so. You gonna go buy some furniture? <laughs> President's Day sale at, <laughs> at Banner Mattress? <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna go mattress shopping. Oh, your mattress is free. No, um, no, uh, I'll probably, you know, if it's like not raining, it's been raining in Southern California. Southern California, like in Arizona, my eyes don't shed tears, but no, I'm lying down thinking about you. Uh, What's what's the next line? Is that a red hot chili pepper song? (laughs) No, it's a red hot Frank Ocean song. Oh. Frank's red, red Frank's, orange. Frank's red hot <laughs> ocean song. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it's been raining Southern California. If it's not raining, maybe like my friends that have the day off from like their normal nine to five, maybe we'll barbecue or something. I don't know. Presidents Day barbecue. Right. Why not, man? I wear my some meat. Yeah. Wear my Barack Obama mask. 
You have a Barack Obama mask? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, for President's Day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, where, where are you it. right now? I didn't connect it. Oh, because in my head you said barbecue, so I was like, oh, like a Memorial Day barbecue. And then I just think it would be uh, odd to just go to regular barbecues wearing a Barack Obama mask. Like, <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> just like a normal barbecue, just like. <laughs> but it's like a like a one of those like one of those like hipster like kind of day barbecues like on like a rooftop somewhere in downtown LA <laughs> and everyone's wearing like you know like business casual clothes and you show up wearing a Barack Obama mask you're like what's happening right and now and a suit yeah with the American flag pin <laughs> that's cool well you have anything to plug before we get out of here um yeah um I'm uh, no plug your uh plug your uh your newsletter you want to plug my newsletter? I'll yeah, plug my newsletter. It. Hey, you know, actually, if you made it to the end of this podcast, <laughs> you need to sign up for my newsletter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so, send out a newsletter mm-hmm. every week uh, that uh, it's partially like stuff I'm working on, partially news, uh, stuff for creative people, and then interesting links that I find around the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun, and I, I like... Uh, writing it and sending it out i spend way too much time on it um i agree and i send it out every friday and it's uh it's cool so where can they find it you can find it well i don't have like a fancy link for it there's no like email address or or anything <laughs> so what you'd have to do oh god is go to my instagram and click on the bio link in my instagram which is a huge ask and i feel like no one's gonna do and it. what's your instagram at bshaw 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 only three bshaws only three okay there was I was trying to do at B Shaw, but then it was taken, and so then I was like, I'll do two at B Shaw B Shaw. That's yeah. funny. And then I tr- I went on Twitter and I tried to do at B Shaw B Shaw, and that was taken. So gotcha. I was like, three it is. Gotcha. So yeah, if you go to my Instagram, uh, there's a link in there. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I sent out some stuff for Valentine's today. Mm. Did you did you include like a promo code for adamandeve.com? Yeah, use promo Bisha 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 <laughs> at for 25% off and Adam 25% off all double-sided marital aids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to uh if you, you want You got anything to plug? I mean, not really. I'm not doing anything interesting, but uh if you want to follow my personal Instagram uh and keep up with my DJ stuff and personal musings and frankly advertisements for this show you can follow my instagram at asan a-h-s-o-h-n the dj on instagram and also follow the weekly regular on instagram it's just at weekly regular. at weekly regular also if you go on twitter at weekly regular i started a twitter account for us because you said it last week and i was like yeah we should probably do that dang we can tweet now so we can um more hot takes coming your way more hot takes All right. Next week? Next week. All right. See See you then. Later.